People, all I can say is this, y'all. We did it. We did it. Better yet, you did it. Made it through the most long, grueling summer offseason. Didn't really know if football was going to happen or not. All the paranoia with COVID. But guess what? This weekend, Alabama will be playing football against Missouri. 6 p.m. Central Time in Columbia, Missouri. Really, really happy to be on the hottest show on the streets. Number one form for Crimson Tide Football News. In my own words, with yours truly, Stephen Smith of Touchdown Alabama Magazine. Getting your work week started off correctly. Your game week started off correctly. Excited to have each and every last one of you tuning in to the network, the channel, the show. On today, as always, we're bringing this to you. From Tuscaloosa, streaming this on YouTube. Speaking of a channel, go ahead right now, give a thumbs up, give a like on the show, hit that subscribe button, and turn all of those notifications on so that way you can have the best in news, notes, alerts, and coverage on your Crimson Tide. Not only are we streaming this through YouTube, but to all my Facebook people out there coming to you guys as well. And to all my Twitter people out there coming to you also. So we're hitting you with the YouTube, with the Facebook, and with the Twitter. It's always a joy to be joined here by the man, the myth, the legend, the maestro in the production studio, my man, Mr. John Ivory. But we got a lot to break down, a lot to get to, a lot to cover. People, we are five days, five days away from Crimson Tide Football, Coach Saban spoke today, players spoke today, Dylan Moses and Devontae Smith. There was a depth chart. Woo, really? A depth chart was released on today. Definitely got to get into and dive into that. So a lot to discuss here on today's show. And we want you, yes you, we want your energy, your phone calls, your thoughts, your ideas, your enthusiasm, your passion, your love for Alabama football being a part of today's show by calling 205-448-1358, the number to call in to let your voice be heard on the show, 205-448-1358. And one more time, 205-448-1358. Want to hear from you, your thoughts, your ideas. What are you feeling when Alabama football is brought into the conversation? But we start things off today with that depth chart or rep chart, as Nick Saban likes to call it, that was released on today. Uh, in Coach Saban's presser, and uh, in this depth chart right here, there were a few things that were surprising. There were a few things that were not so surprising, but we're going to get into the five major highlights here from the depth chart. The first one, not as surprising. The other four kind of made you turn your head a little bit. So the first major highlight from the depth chart Mac Jones named the starting quarterback for the Crimson Tide. Mac Jones named the starter for Alabama. This was not surprising. This should not have come as a surprise to anyone. Now, of course, you do have some people that feel like, man, would have really loved to have seen Bryce Young grab the starting job at quarterback for the Crimson Tide, especially with him being a five-star, with him being an elite 11 quarterback, you know, a state champion. At modern day high school in Santa Ana, California, a U.S. Army All-American Bowl MVP. I would have loved to have seen Bryce Young be the starter, but uh, Mac Jones to me. Mac Jones going into his fourth season with the program. He played really well last year. 
despite the injury there to Tua Tagovailoa late in the season, and he had a tremendous camp, really, really good fall camp. Coach Saban talked about it. When he plays within himself, he is very efficient. He is very accurate. He is very effective at the quarterback position. And for me, until he shows, until he proves that he is not the guy, he's the guy to me. He has not done anything to jeopardize his ability and capability to take this team and win a national championship with this team. When you look at the uh, the coaching staff believes in him, he believes in himself, and in terms of his teammates, Devontae Smith continues to reiterate the fact that the same way he looks at he looked at Tua Tagovailoa, he looks at Mac Jones the same way. Alex Leatherwood talked about Mac's been a workhorse ever since he's been here. He's been you know, a constant professional, a constant worker, a constant communicator, a constant uh, developer. You know, he's been a guy that's been the ultimate leader for this team. And you go to Jalen Waddle, you know, who talked about last season, Mac was just trying to figure out, you know, how to work the things out at quarterback. Now he's got everything down packed. He knows what's up, and he looks really, really good out there for the Crimson Tide. So this one shouldn't come as much as it shouldn't come as big of a shock or as big as a surprise to anyone. Mac Jones has all the tools, he has all the capability and the ability to take this team and guide it to you know a national championship. So Mac Jones has been named the starter here for the Crimson Tide. But number two highlight here should come as a bit of a surprise here. Alabama has two, count them, two true freshmen that will start on defense, continuing to completely eradicate, eviscerate the myth of, oh, Alabama don't start true freshmen. No! Alabama don't start no true freshmen. Ain't no way on God's green earth Alabama starts true freshmen. Where after Alabama started six true freshman on defense last year it's starting two on that side of the ball this year so come on down will anderson and malachi moore the two starters here for alabama on defense will anderson earning the nod at the jack linebacker position the rush the edge linebacker position in terms of getting out for the quarterback and creating those sack opportunities Will Anderson at 6'4", 235 pounds, the pride of Hampton, Georgia. Played his high school ball at Dutchtown High School. We know the story. His senior year, captain the defense that gave up just 7.7 points per game. He had 22 sacks, 15 tackles for loss. Just an absolute beast in the U.S. Army All-America Bowl, the practices and the, the game itself. And Coach Saban, Pete Golding, Sal Sanceri, his teammates, everyone talking about, yo, this is the guy. He came in with confidence. He came in with swagger. He came in with excitement. He came in wanting to learn, wanting to listen, wanting to get better. He's got all the tools. I mentioned it to in last week's edition of shows. This guy's floor, Tim Williams, but he's got a real, real, real high ceiling if he hits it the way that people and I myself envisioned him hitting it. So, Will Anderson getting the start there at Jack Linebacker. But how about Malachi Moore, the pride of Hewitt Trustville High School here in Alabama? 
Here's a young man that came in a little bit overlooked, a little bit underrated. Brian Branch had a bit more conversation than Moore had, but the young man at six feet, 186 pounds, came in, put his head down, bought fully into Nick Saban's process, worked his tail off. You know, Coach Saban talked about it. He has the potential, he has the ability and the capability to play winning football in the secondary. And this young brother has earned the starting job at the nickel roll, that star roll at slot corner. Very proud of Malachi Moore. If you haven't done so, our own Justin Smith, the lead scouting and recruiting analyst for Touchdown Alabama Magazine, was one of the first people to get to Malachi Moore and put out the day in the life video of Moore and the work that he did in high school, being around his coaches, being on the field, being around his family. That video was also produced by our own John Ivory. So if you haven't seen that video, the day in the life with Malachi Moore, with our own Justin Smith and John Ivory, I urge you and I I encourage you to check that video out, but Malachi Moore, Will Anderson, the two freshmen getting the starting spot there on defense. Third thing that stuck out to me or the highlight from the depth chart, it's time for Calvin Ridley 2.0. Calvin Ridley's Canadian twin, John Mechie. It is John Mechie time, and this is the one But a lot of y'all said he would be the third, the number three option at receiver. This is the guy right here. John Mechie at six feet, 195 pounds, the pride of Brampton, Canada. Uh, he's been named as the third starting receiver at the Z position, at the bottom of the formation. So, Devontae Smith at X at the top, Jalen Waddle in the slot, John Mechie at Z, the bottom of the formation. And here's a guy that fended off a huge talent. And Javon Baker, the freshman from Georgia, and also Slade Bolden at wide receiver to grab the number three slot. And just the hands right there, the route running right there, the confidence right there carries the same body structure that Calvin Ridley had during his playing time here. I remember John Mechie when he played at St. James High School in the Maryland area. We're talking about over, well, more than 1,300 yards rushing, more than 1,500 yards receiving, 42 total touchdowns during, you know, his high school tenure, had two really good scrimmages. This is, the, this is a guy that can take the top off a of secondary. He played in all 13 games last year, looking to do more damage this season as a big-time, big-time marquee receiver and starter, number three. John Mechie there grabbing a starting spot at wide receiver. The fourth highlight here from the depth chart, Devontae Smith. He's got an impressive resume at wide receiver. We know this. Caught two game-winning touchdown passes as a freshman. The biggest one, the 41-yarder from Tua Tungavangoa against Georgia to win the 2018 college football playoff title game off the 2017 season. He also had another game winner against Mississippi State you know, earlier in the 2017 regular season. So we've seen him be the clutch receiver. We've also seen him be the leading man this past season. Smitty led Alabama in receiving yards, 1,256. Touchdowns with 14. Yards per catch with 18.5. Yards per game, 96.6. 
had three 100-yard performances, including a pair of 200-yard outings. We know he's a great route runner. We know he's got the hands. We know he's a big-time blocker, even at 6'1", 175 pounds. People have kind of compared him to pro football Hall of Famer Marvin Harrison. But now, Smitty, a kick returner? Devontae Smith's about to add another thing to his element as he's been named a starter with Jalen Waddle on kick return. And this is interesting. Can Smitty have the can Smitty have the field for the ball in space on special teams? And for a lot of players that are looking at high NFL draft value, Coach Saban loves to play them in multiple positions to create the versatility, to create the marketability. When you look at putting those guys out there to NFL scouts and pro teams, pro coaches, GMs, owners, that type of ordeal there. So for Smitty, can he dominate on special teams? That's going to be fun in watching him do that. Uh, we know what Waddle can do at that position, but getting a chance to watch Smitty, Smitty on special teams, that'll be fun. And then last but not least, the battle still going on at punter. Now, Ty P. Ryan's still on there, but he's battling Sam Johnson, a young man from Oak Mountain High School, and he's battling Chase Scott, the younger brother of former Alabama punter and All-American punter J.K. Scott. So there's still a battle there, still a war going on at the position of punter on special teams. But those are just some of the things here that have jumped out as early highlights, marquee things there on Alabama's depth chart that did come out earlier today. We go to our first break here on the show. Don't touch that dial. Just getting you started here on a Monday. Upon our return, we dive into your phone calls, your questions, your thoughts, your tweets, your super chats. It is game week. Let's get the conversation popping after this. Sports fan deserves the proper representation. Whitwill Sports introduces to you the title towel. Wave that title towel in the air like you just don't care. In support of Nick Saban and the Alabama Crimson Tide. Only $9.99 and it lasts a lifetime. Head on over to WhitwillSports.com and get your title towel today. Touchdown Alabama Magazine is Alabama football's premier publication. A subscription to Touchdown Alabama Magazine is the perfect gift for any Alabama fan. For exclusive news and information, recruiting updates, a free annual print magazine, and more, go to touchdownalabama.com and click join. Only $5.95 per month or pay $49.95 for a full year subscription. That's a saving of almost $22. Go to touchdownalabama.com today and roll tide. We are back in from the break, folks, on a Monday, starting your work week, game week, off correctly, on the hottest show on the streets, the number one form for Crimson Tide Football News. Yours truly, Stephen Smith of Touchdown Alabama Magazine. Appreciate everybody tuning in to the show on today. And before we get to your phone calls here, got, got to do this right now. So for, for everybody that's been supporting, donating via the Super Chats, we appreciate each of you so much. In terms of the total donations here, we were looking at 1329 $1,329 has been donated via the Super Chats to Touchdown Alabama Magazine on YouTube, and that comes from you guys, the passionate, the, the, the passionate, the energetic, the enthusiastic, the great fans of Alabama football and the great fans 
of In My Own Words here on TDA here on YouTube. So we appreciate every single last one of you for your love, for your support, for your donations, for keeping us up and running. And we encourage you to, to continue making this your show uh, for Alabama football news. Now, the list of donator, the list of, uh, of donators has been updated. The monthly list and the all-time list of donators has been updated. So continue to show that support here for Touchdown Alabama Magazine as we continue to appreciate you guys and giving you guys what you want, which is Alabama football right there at your fingertips. But 205-448-1358, the number to call in to let your voice be heard on the show. It is your time, Bama Nation, 205-448-1358. And we get things cracking with Senator Hines starting this off here on a game week. Senator, what's going on? Roll Tide. Roll. I'm so ready, man. I'm so ready. Man, I'm excited, man. These guys in my little sports talk group, man, they've been talking all this trash to these Georgia fans and stuff. I'm just ready for us to show the world, number one, Mac Jones is that guy. He's ready. Um, I'm really looking forward to this this offensive rushing attack to get an early, fast start, a strong start. I'm looking – I'm saying Najee and, and Brian, they both should have at least 15 carries apiece at minimum this first game of the week. And then just to get Mac Jones in the flow, man, to get him in a rhythm, you know, give him a, like, you know, seven to eight deep shots off the play action. You know how we do, man. And then uh, also on the defense, man, I'm just ready to see what this front seven going to look like with uh, Will Anderson getting the nod to start, man. I'm I'm just excited to see this pass rush be a, a Bama pass rush like it used to be, man. It's, I'm excited, Steve. I'm amped, bro. <laughs> I mean, it, it starts It starts this Saturday, Senator. And what's crazy is it's like to get to this point, right, to go through a summer and an offseason where you really didn't know if football was going to happen. People kept talking, you know, COVID and I'm not sure and uh, things were up in the air. People were worried. People were really concerned. You had conferences cancel their seasons. And with so much that happened – Greg Sankey of the SEC, the SEC commissioner, all he did was, was step back, take his time, push the season back, see what everybody else did. The University of Alabama doing the uh, three, three times a week testing, now the daily testing. Everybody in the SEC just stayed the course, and now you have football, and now we have this depth chart to go from what happened – to go from where it started off in the offseason to right now, you got to be very pleased with what Commissioner Sankey did and what Alabama has done in terms of putting itself in position to have the season. This goes to prove that uh, what, what the saying is down here, God loves SEC football. That's, that, that's, it, it's the God honest truth, man. But I'm, I'm going to let you go, man. This is a great show. I'm excited, man. This is the week. Shout out to all my Blue Ridge gang in the chat, man. Waylon, Cam, Will, three five one, Spencer, all my guys, man. Let's keep going, y'all. Hey, let's stay up. Roll tide, Steve. Appreciate that, Senator. As he starts us off, as always here, as he starts us off today here on this game week edition of the show. We got another call here on the queue on a Monday. You're live on in my own words, game week. What's going on, man? What's going on, Stephen and Young Sway from down the bay? Sway, sway in the room. Let's go. Man, what happening with you, man? I'm doing good, man. Game week is this week, man. Saturday, 
Bama, Missouri. This is what fans have been waiting for. It's gone from are we going to have football to it's here. It's right here. Yeah, I feel you on that, my boy. But uh, what I'm trying to figure out is somebody said somebody you you finna leave uh, TDA and go to ESPN or something. What's up with that? Man, hey, hey, hey. I don't know where you got that from. I don't know yeah, where you got that from. You, you, you mess around with Paul Feinbaum or something like that. I'm like, hey, hold up, man. We ain't finna do all that. And I, 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 I be trying to call in sometimes, but you be having to work. So, you know what I'm saying? But, I mean, what you finna do? Because, I mean, I want to see you blow up, but I ain't trying to, you know what I mean? Hey, Sway, Sway, Sway. I feel you, bro. I'm staying right Let here. Let me know something. I'm staying right here. I'm right here. Oh, okay. I'm right here. I don't want to make sure it's the end, cause you know what I'm saying. Like I did on the on the spot, I really be feeling, you know what I'm saying, Alabama football, you know what I'm saying. But you know, I just want to make sure, cause we don't have no problem. You feel, you feel me? Hey, 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 I, I, I want no beef with you, Sway. I want no beef with you, bro. So I'm right here. I'm right here. Now, cool, you my dog. I just had to clear that up. You feel me? <laughs> I got you. I got you. Well, all right, well, that's all I really want to call in because, you know, I know what I'm saying, you know, I ain't really have a chance to call in about, about a month or so, but uh, I probably ain't going to really catch the game because I had to work, you know what I'm saying, a, a, a double uh, this, this weekend. But I'm going to try to catch you next week. If I don't catch you next week, I'm going to get you on my, on my next time I'm out. But y'all stay up. my highlight y'all, though. Appreciate it, Sway. Appreciate it. Gotta love Sway, man. Gotta love. I, I, I'm right here, people. I'm, I'm right here. I, I enjoyed the time with Paul Feinbaum on last week. Don't get me wrong, but I am right here giving you guys the best and information on your Crimson Tide. But kind of a um, cool call topic here at Alabama. The University of Alabama giving us a little bit of a hype video, getting the fan base excited here for the first game of the season. So check out here. This comes from the Crimson Tide Sports Production as they have dropped this really cool hype video getting us ready for Bama, Missouri. Check it out. I think my heart rate just went up five more. I think my heart rate just sped it up by five more minutes. They're watching that, John. I think my heart rate just went up another five minutes. Watch, man, I'm excited for this weekend. Oh, watching that video, seeing Christian Barmore in there and Waddle in there and Christian Harris in there and Mac Jones in there and Najee. Man, I, I am so ready for this Saturday to get here. Crimson Tot Sports Production, nice job there putting together that hype video, getting fans and I myself in the media excited for this upcoming season. And, and I mean, it's, it's crazy to, to go from not knowing whether we were going to have football or not to, folks, it's actually here. Like, we can see it, we can smell it, we can taste it, we can touch it, we can talk about it. It is actually here in terms of the SEC and the Crimson Tide. So big ups there to the Crimson Tide uh, Sports Production Network for 
putting that awesome hype video up right there. But before we take our next break, got two super chats to shout out here. As always, Spencer Revely. Spencer Revely, one of our faithful listeners, dropping in that $5 here via the super chats for that donation. We appreciate Spencer and Kevin Compton, another member of the Blue Wrench Gang. Kevin Compton throwing in that $4.99 via the super chats as well. So appreciate Spencer Revely and Kevin Compton showing us the love here on TDA. We're going to go to a break right now, but upon our return, we dive into what Alabama needs to be aware of in terms of Missouri. What are the two things that the Tigers bring to the table that Alabama has to be on its P's and Q's for? We'll talk Missouri after this. want delicious homestyle cooking, sushi, and hibachi, check out Otoro Hibachi in the University Mall in Tuscaloosa, Alabama. At home and you can't get away from the TV because the Crimson Tide is about to score? Don't worry. Delivery is also available through Waiter and Crimson To Go. That's Otoro Hibachi in the University Mall in Tuscaloosa, Alabama. And make sure you let them know the good folks at Touchdown Alabama sent you. Touchdown Alabama Magazine is Alabama football's premier publication. A subscription to Touchdown Alabama Magazine is the perfect gift for any Alabama fan. For exclusive news and information, recruiting updates, a free annual print magazine, and more, go to touchdownalabama.com and click join. Only $5.95 per month or pay $49.95 for a full year subscription. That's a saving of almost $22. Go to touchdownalabama.com today and roll tide. We popping the clutch, baby, as we back in from the break on a Monday, starting your work week, game week off correctly. Five days, five days until Alabama football takes on Missouri, and you are locked and loaded on to the hottest show on the streets, the number one form for Crimson Tide football news. That being in my own words, with yours truly, Stephen Smith of Touchdown Alabama Magazine, and we got some super chats here to shout out here. We got Kevin, Kevin Compton, been on it, man. Kevin Compton, another four ninety nine coming from him via the super chats here, Senator Hines. Senator Hines, another member of that glorious Blue Wrench gang. Senator Hines dropping in that $4.99 to his credit. And Willie351, that smooth $7.77 from Willie351. So appreciating Kevin Compton, Willie351, and Senator Hines helping us out here in the Super Chats for TDA. But we look at uh, Missouri. Alabama taking on Missouri this weekend and the Tigers there are a couple of things that Missouri does that Alabama offensively and defensively got to be aware of. Got to keep its eye on here in this game coming up. And the two things that Alabama has to look at, you know, Missouri's going to run a lot of that no-huddle, up-tempo, sort of fast-paced offense here, trying to run a lot of plays at one time. And so when you're, when you're going up against a no-huddle, up-tempo, fast-paced offense, you got to be able to move. You got to be able to make the checks, the corrections, the audibles, be able to get to the ball, get to the play. So in terms of Alabama's defense, first and foremost, this is going to be huge for Dylan Moses. This game will test how healthy is Dylan's knee. Dylan coming back from the knee injury he suffered last year in August camp. Will he be able to cut, move, bend, lateral quickness, agility? Will he be able to get around that field 
the way he needs to. So this no-huddle offense will test Dylan's stamina on that knee. But at the same time, it'll also test guys like Christian Harris coming back for his second year as a sophomore. How much has he learned from going against up-tempo, no-huddle offenses as a freshman? Last year, you know, Alabama took on South Carolina that, that had a lot of that up-tempo type style that it was tough to deal with at times for the Tide. So it went up against South Carolina that had it. Ole Miss had it a little bit. Of course, LSU and Auburn had it as well. So Alabama faced some teams in 2019 that carried a lot of that up-tempo, fast pace or fastball, as Nick Saban likes to call it, style of offense. So this game, it will test Dylan Moses. It will test Christian Harris. It will test you know, the defensive front. Can these guys be disciplined, hit their gaps, read their keys, play assignment football, not be fooled by the eye candy going around? And it will also test the defensive secondary for Alabama. Can they play their guys? Can they stay in the hip pocket of these receivers? Can they play the football at, while it's in the air? And for, the, and for the defensive backs that will help out in run support, can they break down and make tackles in space? That was the big thing. That was the big bugaboo for Alabama last year. Trying so hard to rip the football out and create those turnovers that the uh, guys did not fundamentally break down in space to make the tackle. So the number one thing here Alabama's going to deal with is that no huddle, fast-paced offense that Missouri's going to want to run. And thereby, it's a new head coach. Thereby, the, the new head coach is brought in in Elijah Drinkwitz. Elijah Drinkwitz, he goes by Eli Drinkwitz. But Elijah Drinkwitz, 37 years of age, young guy, pocketing that four million dollars to coach Missouri. He comes over from Appalachian State. Now, Drinkwitz is a disciple of Gus Malzahn. He's a Gus Malzahn disciple here. He started off his career in 2006 to 09 as a high school coach at Springdale High School in Arkansas. He was the quality control coach at Auburn from 2010 to 2011. Was a part of that 2010 team for the Tigers that won a national championship. 2012 and 2013, he was with he was at Arkansas State as a running backs coach and co-offensive coordinator. He spent time at Boise State 2014-2015. 2016 through 2018, he was at North Carolina State as an offensive coordinator and quarterbacks coach. And 2019, this past season, his first year as a college football head coach at Appalachian State in the Sun Belt. So he's an offensive mind. Very big offensive mind, but is a disciple of one Gus Malzahn. Now, he has created some big-time offenses during his tenure. At Boise State 2015, he had guys like Brett Ripon at quarterback, 3,000-yard guy. Uh, Jeremy McNichols at running back, a 1,000-yard back, a 1,300-yard back to be specific. Thomas Spurbeck at wide receiver was a 1,400-yard guy, 1,412 yards receiving and eight touchdowns. During his three years at North Carolina State, he had a quarterback in Ryan Finley, no good running backs in Matthew Days and Naheem Hines and also Reggie Gillespie. At wide receiver, there's Kelvin Harmon and Jacoby Myers. And then at Appalachian State, he had talent as well on that team. That was a group that went 12-1 and and went to the Sun Bowl a Conference Championship and won that. So, Elijah Drinkwitz, he's coached talent. He's been around talent. He's coached talent. He's developed talent. 
He's had big-time players, whether it's been at quarterback, running back, and wide receiver. So now he's here at Missouri. And while the Tigers have not named a starting quarterback, they've got two guys they're trying to pick from, they do have a really good running back in Larry Roundtree. Roundtree was a 1,000-yard back in 2018. Last season, 829 yards rushing with nine touchdowns. He's kind of built lower to the ground like Kylan Hill of Mississippi State and Clyde Edwards-Hilaire of LSU. Alabama had issues with Hilaire last season, so with Roundtree, you got to break down. You got to make those tackles wrap up in space, prevent him from getting those big yards there after contact. But, but aside from the no-huddle offense that Missouri runs, Alabama's got to be aware of. Now, Missouri's got experience on defense. Got a lot of leaders on defense that will test this Alabama front, especially the offensive line. When you look at they've got Nick Bolton, who's the returning linebacker. He had 107 tackles a season ago. He's back as a junior. they got a great defensive line uh, headed by Jordan Elliott, who had eight and a half tackles for loss last year to lead the team. And also Kobe Whiteside, who had six and a half sacks to lead the team. In the secondary, there in lies Joshua Bledsoe, who had 10 pass breakups. So Missouri's got some guys returning on defense that will look to challenge the Alabama offensive front. And um, of course, they got guy, a guy in the secondary there in Bledsoe that will look to go man up with some of these wide receivers for the Crimson Tide. Now, I know. Earlier in the offseason, there was a report that Missouri had 12 guys that tested positive for COVID. Now, I know since then there have been some retesting going on. So will those same 12 guys that tested positive be held out of this week's game? Have they gotten better? Have they gotten healthy? That remains to be seen. But Coach Saban showing a lot of respect to the defensive side of the ball for Missouri. Just seeing how they've got eight players returning as veterans returning as starter so the the up-tempo the high pace the no huddle offense something that Alabama has got to keep an eye on has got to look for Missouri's going to look to take some shots downfield they're going to want to run the football they're going to want to establish Larry Roundtree so in this game Alabama's defensive run with Justin the boy B with uh, DJ Dale with LeBron Ray and guys rotating in behind those guys they've got to stop the run even with uh Will Anderson there occupying the outside gotta stop the run gotta play gap football assignment football fundamental football not allowing those yards there after contract after contact where Roundtree is concerned and then of course you know being able to get pressure on the quarterback whomever Missouri has lining up there under center they got two guys they're competing for the job including you know a guy that's a dual threat quarterback so you know those two aspects and then whomever the Tigers have at wide receiver this Alabama secondary trusting your instincts play the ball play the receiver Understanding that the te- understanding the technique that Coach Saban has taught this this group and trusting that technique and that goes to Patrick Sertan, Josh Joe, Malachi Moore, and of course Jordan Battle and also Daniel Wright. So that's just a no huddle offense uh, for Alabama's offensive front, which. According to the depth chart that was uh, provided, Alex Netherwood, Deontay Brown, Landon Dickerson, Emil Ekior Jr., and 
uh, Evan Neal are the starters there from left to right. And that group neutralized in this pass rush because Kobe Whiteside and Jordan Elliott, these guys are going to want to get to Mac Jones. They're going to want to get to Mac Jones, rough him up, put him on the ground. They're going to want to stuff the run game of Najee Harris, get that penetration inside this Alabama offensive line, and create some havoc, especially with the Tigers you know, at home. And Columbia, Missouri can be at times a very tough place to, to play it. So for this Alabama offensive line under Coach Kyle Flood, getting a hat on a hat, driving these guys off the football, imposing your will as a potential Joe Moore award-winning offensive line early, getting this run game going with Najee Harris, Brian Robinson, Trey Sanders, and the rest of the crew, and getting Mac Jones in the situations where he can attack this defensive secondary because aside from Joshua Bledsoe, there's not much there in that Missouri secondary. So you've got Jalen Waddle, you've got Devontae Smith, you've got John Mechie, you've got other guys that will be rotated in. So being able to attack that group is going to be huge there for the Crimson Tide. But we take another break here on this show just talking about some things that Missouri will bring to the table that Alabama has got to keep its eye on. But upon our return, we get back to you guys. We get back to the phone lines, taking your phone calls, your thoughts, your tweets, your chats, your questions, and it's coming right after this. menswear in the University Mall in Tuscaloosa. Touchdown Alabama Magazine is Alabama football's premier publication. A subscription to Touchdown Alabama Magazine is the perfect gift for any Alabama fan. For exclusive news and information, recruiting updates, a free annual print magazine, and more, go to touchdownalabama.com and click join. Only $5.95 per month or pay $49.95 for a full year subscription. That's a saving of almost $22. Go to touchdownalabama.com today and roll tide. We are back into the action, folks, on a Monday. Hottest show on the streets, getting your work week. Game week started correctly five days until Alabama, Missouri. It is football time for the Crimson Tide and the SEC. And you're locked and loaded on to the hottest form for Crimson Tide football news, in my own words, with yours truly, Stephen Smith of Touchdown Alabama Magazine. And it's back on you, Tide fans. But before we get to the phone lines here, got some more. Super Chats here to shout out here. So we got Senator Hines again. Senator Hines dropping in $3.99 via the Super Chats here helping us out there. So we appreciate the love from Senator Hines and Kevin Compton. Talk about the trifecta. Kevin Compton coming in with $4.99 via the Super Chat. So appreciate Senator Hines and Kevin Compton, two glorious members of that Blue Wrench Gang. And also donators, be reminded that today's donations will be added on to the next show. So the de- today's donations will be added on to the next show as we continue to update the monthly donators and the all-time 
donators as well. But 205-448-1358 for number to call in to let your voice be heard on the show. 205-448-1358. And we slide over to the VIP, the president of the TDA fan club. We got my man Waylon. Waylon, happy Monday, man. How you feeling? Like I always say, no better place to be than TDA, man. I tell you what, Whitwell Sports, all the love. I tell you, Kevin, Sway, Sway, I tell you what, calling in here. Spencer, everybody here uh, on the uh, chat want me to call in. I was going to let everybody else do it on Monday. But I tell you what, Stephen, you better get under that desk because Sway's on his way down there. <laughs> man, I'm telling you, Sway, Sway literally said, you ain't leaving this issue. Is you leaving us? I'm like, Sway, I'm right here, my man. I'm right here. Sway, I tell you, I enjoy listening to him call in. I wish you could get in, uh, you know, all every show uh, gets a chance to call in, but he makes everybody laugh. But uh, what's going on down at TDA today, Stephen? Lay it off to me. Tell me something good. Doing good, man. Coach Saban, first uh, presser of the season in terms of game week. Got a chance to hear from uh, Dylan Moses and uh, Devontae Smith. Dylan Moses saying that he is ready to uh, light fear into the hearts of his opponents this season. Coach Saban dropped the depth chart on us. Some things we were not surprised by. Some things we were surprised by. So, I mean, you know, Mac Jones, the starting quarterback, not a big surprise there. But seeing Malachi Moore and Will Anderson on that list as freshmen, uh, there's still a battle going on at punter. John Mechie got the start at one of the three receiver spots. So, I mean, uh, it, it just feels like, you know, after an offseason of chaos, we're going to have football wailing. It's here. Greg Byrne dropped some gorgeous pictures of the inside of the stadium. I'm excited right now. Yeah, it's looking good. Everybody's hyped up. I saw Coach Saban's press conference there. He's ready. And uh, we have some good questions also there from the uh, journalists, wanting, the sports journalists wanting to know some answers about Mac and the people that could be out or and uh, this injury, so it looks like we're pretty clear there. I got one person I think it's going to be out with a fracture, Coach Saban said. So we're looking pretty good. Missouri's not going to be, uh, I don't think there'll be a rollover. We'll have to play with them there a little bit. They got a lot of people coming back from last year. I eat on defense, a lot of people on offense. So it, it, it's going to be a, it, it'll be a good ball game Saturday night. But it's just what they want to hear. I throw a few rhymes together here. I don't know. Maybe one of these days I'll get John to throw a beat, but. We're going to end it like this. Everybody have a good Tuesday. We'll be back on Wednesday. The good Lord willing. Once again, hello to everybody in the chat, the cities, the towns, the countries. Listening in to TDA, they always appreciate it. Tune in to the big show on YouTube today. It's Monday on TDA. Our boy from the Bay Swayway calling in, telling Stephen what the heck's going on with you and Fine Bomb on ESPN. i catch you on Wednesday, Stephen. I'll see you all later. Bye-bye, everybody. Appreciate that, Wayne. I, I, I told Sway, don't worry about it. I'm here. I'm here. But we appreciate the love that being shown from Wayne and, and Sway as well. We got some more super chats to shout out here. Kevin Compton's on fire, y'all. I mean, Kevin Compton got big bank take, little bank, y'all. Kevin Compton, another $4.99 coming from him via the super chats. And Tony Hill. Tony Hill dropping in that $5. Appreciate that love. They're coming from Mr. Tony Hill in the Super Chats. And Mark Abe. Mark Abe dropping in that $5. Helping us out here on TDA as well. But uh, speaking of Greg Byrne, 
I mentioned this earlier. Greg Byrne has uh, posted some gorgeous pictures of the new additions inside Bryant-Denny Stadium from a new video board to the new elevators on the west side of the stadium to the student plaza to, uh, I I mean, just the presidential seating. So many new additions, new features here being shown inside Bryant-Denny for this season. So, for, for Greg Byrne, who's entering his fourth season and being the athletics director for the University of Alabama, he wants this program to play well, but he wants this program to look even better. And, and just judging off of these new features, these new aspects, these new dynamics here, really, really like what Alabama's going to have inside Brian Denny to start the home part of the season, which begins against Texas A&M on October 3rd. And uh, for the 20,000 people, or the a little bit over 20,000 people, that'll be able to get inside Brian Denny. This will be a treat for, for those guys. Now, of course, he's still going to do the social distancing. I don't know if, 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 if it will be, you know, people per row or people per seat or per spot. I don't know how Alabama will go about structuring the social distancing inside the stadium. But this is really cool. This is really neat seeing the new elements, the new digs, the new additions being put here inside Bryant-Denny as uh, Greg Byrne really getting the thing, getting it done here and beautifying the other uh, stadium. But we take another break here on the show. Upon our return, we'll dive into the injury that happened to one Ronald Williams And what does this mean for Alabama secondary? Who's got to step up? We'll talk about it after this. If you're an avid Alabama Crimson Tide fan and you love to flaunt it, then show your Alabama Crimson Tide support by grabbing the Alabama sneakers. They feature bold Crimson Tide graphics, so no one will be able to question where your allegiance lies. When you add these sweet sneakers to your Alabama Crimson Tide collection, go to stsfootwear.com and use the code TDALABAMA for $15 off your purchase. That's code TDALABAMA for $15 off your purchase. Go to stsfootwear.com and get your Alabama sneakers today. Touchdown Alabama Magazine is Alabama football's premier publication. A subscription to Touchdown Alabama Magazine is the perfect gift for any Alabama fan. For exclusive news and information, recruiting updates, a free annual print magazine, and more, go to touchdownalabama.com and click join. Only $5.95 per month or pay $49.95 for a full year subscription. That's a saving of almost $22. Go to touchdownalabama.com today and roll tide. All right, people, we are back in from the break here on the number one forum for Crimson Tide Football. News, notes, analysis, commentary, entertainment, that being in my own words, with yours truly, your man, Stephen Smith of Touchdown Alabama Magazine. This is game week, starting that week off correctly. Crimson Tide playing Missouri in Columbia, Missouri on this weekend. Now, before we get into the final topic of conversation, got to remind you of this. Uh, you are a diehard Alabama fan, diehard Tide fan. You love the Crimson Tide. You eat it. You breathe it. You sleep in it. You shop in it. You go to church in it. You're driving with it. You enjoy the Tide football program. You love the coaching staff, the students, the student athletes, all of it. Got to get you to go to tdaware.com. 
That is TDAWear.com where you can pick up, purchase you all of your apparel. Whether it's t-shirts, whether it's hoodies, the We Want Football shirts, the Let Them Play shirts, whatever you want, Alabama affiliated, we got you covered here. TDAWear.com continue showing that support for the University of Alabama, the student athletes, the coaching staff, and us here at Touchdown Alabama Magazine. So check out that site right there, TDAWear.com. But we get to the Alabama secondary, the only loss for the Missouri game, the only injury we Alabama has right now for Missouri just so happens to be junior college transfer Ronald Williams Jr., the young man from Louisiana, came over from Hutchinson Community College in the state of Kansas. He fractured his arm during the final week of fall camp, will not play against Missouri, could be out to at least four weeks here, but he will not play against the Tigers. Coach Saban confirmed this in his presser on today, Ronald Williams Jr. suffering that fractured arm there. So with him out and Williams being a guy at 6'2", 190 pounds, you know, Pete Golding talked about how he has the size, the length, the athleticism, the top-end speed to be a starter in this league at the cornerback position. But with him out, the question becomes, who's got to step up here for Alabama? Who do you want to see rise in the secondary here for the Crimson Tide? And I got, I got, I got a list right here of a couple of names that I want to see step up here. So the first one on this list is Josh Job. Obviously, it's Josh Job. And Job, the junior from Miami, Florida, played his high school ball in Connecticut, came into the 2018 class with Jalen Armour Davis and Patrick Sertan II. Job has the size, he's got the length, he's got the athleticism, he's got the passion, he's got the energy. He loves to jam at the line of scrimmage and really get into receivers and, and be physical. But the one thing Coach Saban has said that he has greatly improved on, Job has learned to play with emotion, but channel his emotions into not being overly emotional, right? He's not allowing his passion to bleed so much into his game where he's getting called for defensive holding and defensive pass interference. So he's gotten a lot better and being more sound with his technique. So he will start at that left corner position opposite uh, Patrick Sertan. So th this season, this game against Mizzou, I want to see Josh Job really put this thing all together in terms of shutting down receivers, tackling well, playing the football, being physical but not too physical, just being a full package corner, being a full package outside island defensive back. Now, he ended the season well last season with getting the interception against Michigan in the Citrus Bowl, but Josh Joe would be my guy, but I'm targeting young man, yo time, got to step up now, my dude, got to step up here for Josh Joe. Another guy, uh, Marcus Banks. We want to see Marcus Banks really take that next step forward. I mean, he's behind Job at that left corner spot. Had a tremendous fall camp. Really, really played well. Coach Saban talked about how he has tremendously improved. Now, Alabama signed two corners from Texas. Everybody remembers Scooby Carter. But Alabama also signed Marcus Banks from Houston, Texas. Now, if Scooby Carter would have stuck around and not went to the transfer portal, Scooby would be playing this year. But, hey, that's besides the point. Marcus Banks had a great camp, great fall practice, has made significant amount of improvement 
Looking forward to seeing Bank step up. Behind him, Jalen Armour Davis. It is time for the pride of Mobile, St. Paul's Episcopal High School to do his thing. When he came in, great length, great athleticism, great ball skills. Saban was giddy with glee when he came in in 2018. Just came in with an injury. Now he's back healthy. Now he is the primary backup behind Sertan at right corner. So Jalen Armour Davis. Will get an opportunity to get on the field this season. Really want to see him step up and do some big things. And then last but not least here, you've got Brandon Turnage, of whom Turnage out of Mississippi, he came into the 2019 class as a four-star. Honestly, I thought Alabama was going to have Turnage exclusively at safety, but that is not the case right now. He's actually the third-string corner for the Crimson Tide behind Job and Marcus Banks. So uh, Alabama even looking at a guy like Brandon Turnage getting the shot there at corner. So the, the, the thing that the, the big thing here is since 2016, right? Saban has been stockpiling bodies in the secondary. He's a former defensive back himself. So he's been stockpiling bodies in the defensive backfield since 2016. 2017, 18, 19, 20, 20 recruiting classes, we have seen where the defensive backs have grown. We, we've looked at these recruiting, uh, we've looked at these final classes coming in, and we go, well, Saban and signed this many defensive backs. He signed that many DBs. Woo, Lord, that many DBs and came in. Saban continues to stockpile the talent at that position just due to the amount of guys he loses to the NFL draft and then the amount of guys he could lose to the other transfer portal. Alabama lost four guys to the NFL after the 2019 season. When you look at uh, Trayvon Diggs, Xavier McKinney, uh, Shaheem Carter, and also Jarrett Maiden. Now, me personally, as much as I applaud Xavier McKinney for going pro, as much as I applauded for doing that, if X McKinney would have stayed at Alabama, ooh, this secondary would be clamped shut down right now if X would have chosen to stay one more year at Alabama. Because if he would have stayed, you're looking at you're looking at Jordan Battle as a safety, you're looking at Daniel Wright as a safety, and you're looking at Xavier McKinney at the money spot. At the, oh, you are not going to mess with X at the money spot, bro. No, 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 no. So, would have loved to have seen McKinney stick around here for the Crimson Tide in that secondary. But I understand you got to do what you got to do. You got to provide for your family. And when you're being looked at as a first-round draft value, you got to take that shot. Although McKinney got drafted in the early part of the second round back in April to the New York Giants. I understand why. He made the move that he made. But with the injury to Williams, you're looking at just a number of different guys that have to step up, that have to play well, that have to dominate in the secondary. The four guys that I mentioned there, Josh Joe, Marcus Banks, Jalen Armour Davis, and Brandon Turnage. Looking forward to seeing what all four of those guys can do. Looking forward to seeing what Malachi Moore can do. I mean, once again, the guy was kind of overlooked. The guy was kind of... You know, not talked about a lot when he came in to this 2020 class. A lot of people spoke on Brian Branch. A lot of people spoke on Christian Story. You had guys that were giving that were giving uh, Jaquez Robinson a lot of love at 6'2", you know, 190 to 195 pounds there. So Malachi was not given a lot of the 
I guess, respect, if you will, when he signed that dotted line, that letter of intent to come to Alabama from Hewitt Trustville High School. But the young man stepped up. He has stepped up. He had a tremendous camp, really played well in both scrimmages. Coach Saban sees him as a guy that can 100% play winning football and him starting in that spot that made Minka Fitzpatrick a superstar in 2015. This is going to be fun. Can he defend the slot receiver? Can he take away some of the more instinctive guys that play that slot position in the SEC and in college football? Does he have the instincts to lock up, you know, guys, you know, lock up receivers in that spot, take them out of their element, you know, jump routes, make plays? I mean, from seeing him in high school, Moore has always been a strong tackler. Moore has always been somebody that breaks down and makes the fundamentally sound play. If you go back and watch one of the practices from fall camp, the young man put a big hit on Thayu Jones Bell, and he was not even supposed to be hitting Thayu Jones Bell. It was supposed to be two hand touching the young man, but Malachi Moore said, Let me make this impact right now. Two hand touch what? Two hand touch my foot. I'm going to hit this dude, and he went up there and kind of laid a little, little thumb there to Thayu Jones Bell. But seeing this happen you know he's showing coach Saban that he's ready right now he can play the game right now he's got the intangibles right now he's got the instincts right now and it just speaks to the hard work that he has shown uh throughout fall camp as now Alabama in game week preparing for uh Missouri so excited about the secondary looking forward to seeing how many turnovers can this group create how many sacks can it get how many, uh, not sacks, how many interceptions can I get? Excuse me. How many pass breakups? How many forced fumbles? Just how many big negative plays can be, will be created by the secondary under coaches? Carl Scott working with the corners, Charles Kelly working with the safeties, and as always, Nick Saban hovering around. You know, everybody seeing that he was a specialist in the defensive backfield himself. Got a couple of super chats here. To shout out now as we are speaking here. Gotta show that love here to Jimmy Clay, a new 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 donator here. Jimmy Clay throwing in that 199 via the super chats. Appreciate the love there from Jimmy Clay. Kevin Compton again that 499 via the super chats. Appreciating the big love shown today by our own Kevin Compton. Jimmy Clay comes back with five dollars in the super chats. Jimmy Clay again with another 199 the super chats. Jimmy Clay doing his thing here even as a new donor and randy harris another new donor randy harris dropping in that one 99 viva super chat so appreciate the love there from jimmy clay from kevin compton and randy harris showing us the love here on tda via the super chats there but ladies and gentlemen as always you want the best in news, notes, information, and coverage here on your Crimson Tide. It's very simple and easy to get this. You can access it by downloading the Touchdown Alabama Magazine app. You can get this from the iPhone App Store. If you're rocking Team, if you're rocking team Apple, Google Play Store, if you got the Android phone. For your audio listening needs, we have you covered here on iTunes or Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Spreaker, TuneIn Radio, Overcast.fm, Spotify, or iHeartRadio. We have you covered. If the good and gracious Lord sees fit, I shall return on Wednesday, continuing the conversation that is tied football. Be reminded, Bama Nation, you can purchase individual copies of Touchdown Alabama Magazine 
have those sent to your door. Link will be found in the description. But until next time, folks, husbands love your wives. Wives appreciate value. Those husbands, children, school is in. Do those things legitimately now to not be bored. Be sure to get you those three hearty meals a day, those three great laughs a day. Protect yourself. Protect the loved ones around you. Until next time, folks. It's been in my own words.